0: The Alpha Sessions. Hello everybody and welcome to The Alpha Sessions. Today we have Natalie Miranda in the studio. Hello. <laughs> welcome, how are you doing?
1: I'm alright, thank you so much for inviting me on. I know,
0: thank you for coming in, we're very excited to have you in. You've right. released so much music, you've broken into the dance world, you're an active songwriter, an active performer, we've got to love it. How is <laughs> 2023 treating you so far?
1: Um, it's been good, I, um, I've released one single so far this year and I'm just finishing up two more. Um, a Spanish single and a Christmas single, my first Christmas oh. single as well. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been a busy year, but uh, it's it's, good. it's good. All good.
0: Busy is good. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm already intrigued by Spanish single. <laughs> what do we mean by Spanish single?
1: Right. So I um, have a master's in translation in oh. Spanish and French translation. And I've um, been speaking Spanish for so many years. I thought it is about time that I started uh, to to use the skills. And I wrote a song in Spanish. Um, and it's kind of a reggaeton, wow. kind of dance vibes, because mm-hmm. that's what people want to hear, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm really exci- excited about it. So I'm thinking maybe September release. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. so we've got lots of things
0: to forward <laughs> to. Now, it's your first time in our wonderful studio, the Ava Session studio, but you've yeah. been on before in the past, a long time ago.
1: Yes, I did a remote session in 2020. I recorded three performances from my home studio mm-hmm. and sent them over to you guys. Then,
0: yeah. But it's lovely to finally have you, and we're <laughs> catching up with all of this backlog of people that we just need to meet in person because it's such a different atmosphere. It is, um, <laughs> and it's lovely to have people performing live. And today you do three songs for us.
2: Yes.
0: Um, now you've been in the music industry for a long time already. Yes. And you, your first release was 2015, 2017. Right?
1: 2017.
0: Yes. Ah. Yeah. And that was an EP. Yes.
1: Um,
0: so <laughs> since then. <laughs> How has it developed? Because, I mean, you're so active and you've come a long way. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, you do a lot of dance features, which I really want to talk to you about. Um, But that first release, how was that for you? It was very rushed. Mm. Um, I'm a very
1: impatient person. And at the time, I just wanted to get some music out. And the three tracks that are on the Bulletproof EP are demos, Mm -hmm. which I would never do now. I would never release a demo, but it's not been mastered or anything. But I was in such a rush to get something out we just uploaded them and released them. <laughs> and actually Red Red Light, which is one of the tracks on there, wasn't even the correct version. I uploaded the wrong version. Oh, <laughs> without the backing vocals and everything. So when we did the video, I obviously put the right version on. Um, but it was uh, so a very sort of disorganized experience. Mm. Um, so since then, I've done everything really, really, I've been planning everything to the T, so. <laughs> Are you completely self-managed? I am, yes, completely independent.
0: But I feel yeah. like you've got it all, you look like you've got it all under control.
1: Oh, it's good, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad it looks that way. Yeah. It's, it's pretty hectic, but um, I like being in control of choosing what I can do mm-hmm. and who I do it with and when I release stuff. So
0: yeah, yeah. Is music your full-time? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. See, That already is very impressive to me, because we meet a lot of people, um, just even people who do music regularly, and they have a big following, and they still do other jobs, um, I mean outside of music, but have you managed to make a living in music, doing co-writing and ghostwriting, things that are just in music, but not your career as such, like your artist career?
1: Um, well, I've, I've done, we touched upon the dance music, mm. I've, I've done a lot of top lining and features, mm. co-writes for, for house music. And while they're not sort of international hits, you know, they, they do um, sort of tick over, you know, and uh, eventually sort of a bit of money creeps through mm-hmm. from them. Um, I, I do a lot of live streaming as well, which is where I get oh, quite okay. a, a good kind of um, income from. An income? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, what kind of live streams? Um, there's, so there's several two platforms, Stage It and Lounges, mm. which is a newer platform. Um but Stage It I've been doing for nearly three years and doing Stage It enabled me to buy like a new Mac laptop, which I would never have been able to do wow. <laughs> without it. Um and just things like that and session work, um, you know, uh and occasional live performances where, where they give you a budget, they give you some money, mm. <laughs> which is great. Um, and I, I used to do a lot of function work, but I've really scaled that back in the last couple of years. It's just not something I want to do anymore. I really just want to focus on my music.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, function work can be quite a lot. Can I? I've, I've yeah. only done like wedding circuit, acoustic things, but did you used to perform in a band? or? Yes. And that that's intense. Yeah. They're long hours, aren't they? And yeah. very vocally tiring as yes. well, I suppose. <laughs> um, so... Going back to your first release, you did today, your first song you performed for us was Bulletproof. Yes. Um, was that a new version or was that the release version? It's actually
1: happened? a new version. It's a new backing track uh, that my producer put together a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it's it's different to the one that's mm-hmm. released. Um, I'm not planning to re-release it at any point, but I just got bored with using the same backing track for so many mm. years. and So uh, the, my producer put together a new version.
0: Do you work with the same producer? Yes, it's
1: really?
0: actually my husband. Oh, no so. way! Oh, I love this. I love it when this happens. How long have you been making music together?
1: Oh my goodness, uh, since 2006.
0: Wow. So. so you know you know each other very well in terms of your music life yes. as, as well as any other. Yes. And you work in your home studio together. Yes,
1: in a teeny tiny little room, really? but it's, it's all we need.
0: Wow. Do you ever have, um? you know altercations do you ever have moments where you are not making the same
1: yes or very often he'll be like you know it should be like this or we should do this and and if I'm really adamant about something if I feel that it has to be my way I'm usually right (laughs) because once it's done he'll be like oh yeah actually that was that worked But, yeah, I'm quite, you know, sort of put my foot down with mm. stuff like that.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Do you do a lot of production yourself or are you always top lining?
1: Uh, top lining. I I, I can't pr- do pr- production myself. I would like to learn, actually, but it's just so time-consuming. It's a lot of work, And, yeah. you know, on top of the writing and the recording and everything, it's
0: just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I feel you reminded me a lot of. I made a note here of Joss Stone. Oh, right. I don't know if anyone's ever said that. before. I think it's the, the tone. Your really unique tone. Oh, thank you. To your voice, but you've equally got that kind of powerhouse Kelly Clarkson, and um, I also wrote Texas down, which is interesting. Oh, I never nice. had that before. No. That was just a feeling I got. I like Um Texas. But who would you cite as your main influences?
1: Uh, Freddie Mercury, oh, number wow. one. Hundred percent. He is my man. That's a big <laughs> one. Yeah, but he, I, I think for with him it's 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 everything. It's his songwriting, it's his performance, it's the his the way that he was so different off stage mm. than on stage, which I really sort of connect with. Um and I, I don't know, I just have a, a, like an affinity with him. But um, other artists, uh, Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. um, Tina Turner, Prince, George Michael—these wow. are big names. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love. I just love all the classics, really. So,
0: so you said just a second ago, I want to pick up on this: that you're different on stage yes. and off stage. What yes. do you mean by
1: that? I'm I'm quite awkward off stage. I I, really? I tend to trip up on my words which is why I don't talk a lot when I'm on stage I just (laughs) I'm just like this song is called whatever and I Mm. carry on um I'm 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 fairly shy um when I'm just sort of Natalie off stage Mm. kind of thing but when I get on stage and the music starts I a different kind of persona Mm. (laughs) sort of takes over I I don't know what it is but um yeah that's that's what I'd
0: say (laughs) do you perform a lot live how long have you been performing
1: uh since I was about 15 so a really long time and um yeah live performance is where I I'm happiest Mm. I'm obviously the studio is necessary but I find it a very sort of long and confining experience being in the studio Mm. I get very frustrated and
0: that's interesting
1: yeah (laughs) so yeah but it's obviously you know we have to do it and um it creates music so
2: (laughs) yeah Words are ammunition you shot so well Aiming for my heart and then down I fell With every bullet, baby, I built a wall All in anticipation of watching you fall Got my army beside sappy Are you ready for war? Take a deep breath, let it get set is my battle okay? car? I'm bulletproof, my armor suit, no one can hurt me now. I'm bulletproof, so I don't lose, I'm rising from the ground. I'm bulletproof, misunderstood, you pushed me to the edge because of you. I'm bulletproof. I got no emotions left to explore. With every single word, I grew thicker skin. Now all they are excuses are wearing things. got my army right beside me. Are you ready for war? Take a deep breath, let it get it. set. It's my battle call. I'm pulling through my suit. No one can hurt me. I'm bulletproof, so I don't bruise I'm rising from the ground I'm bulletproof, misunderstood You pushed me to the edge Because of you I'm bulletproof Come a little closer, move One step closer, just Come a little closer, put down your gun Don't wanna talk it over, so Thank you.
0: for sessions but how are you finding the live circuit you've been doing it for a while um but in london do you live in london yes i do and how do you find that gigging circuit
1: oh it's 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 changed a lot over the Mm. years um probably in the last six five to six years it's definitely changed a lot um it's it's still thriving i think but um i don't tend to perform live so much anymore because i don't have a a dedicated band Mm. or a particular person that can accompany me all the time and I don't either, I don't have the budget either to pay musicians mm. to do that. So I, I will kind of wait until I maybe have a new release coming and then I might book some gigs and things like that rather than just gigging for the sake of it. Mm. Um, but it's you know, it's still very competitive scene, I think. Yeah. And I think for some an artist like myself who is a little bit niche, I don't follow sort of what's going on. Mm. Um, it's harder for me to get those gigs, I think, because mm. I won't really fit into any lineup. Specifically, mm.
0: but yeah, yeah, I do. I think a lot of artists do have that struggle, weirdly. And if you go through promoters, mm. they sometimes don't fit you in the right place. And you're watching the acts before you, like waiting to go on, and you're thinking, I'm, I don't totally know if they're going to like me. Yeah, and it is it is a weird thing. Unless you yeah. curate your own night, like if yes. you're having a release party, you can have friends together. Yeah. Um, do you perform outside of London as well?
1: I actually have never done that. Never. No. And and again, that's because I don't have anybody that can yeah. play for me um, regularly. Yeah. And people are very anti-backing tracks, Mm. which I get, but equally it's original music, so, Mm. you know, it's a a bit, you know, limiting Mm. when they don't, allow you to use your own backing tracks mm. but but yeah so that's that's one of the main reasons yeah. i've never gone outside of london yeah you know, i feel that but you should you should tell that, that. i think
0: <laughs> there are people there's a little there's an audience out there just waiting for you to waltz onto the stage and oh. then they'll know exactly that they found what they were looking for okay. <laughs> Easy out there. have you ever performed in any other countries
1: um only sort of um as part of a holiday Because I go to I'm I'm from from Cyprus, and when I go there, I've got lots of friends that musicians that work in hotels and things like that. And whenever I'm there, they're like, "You've got to come up and do some songs," and yeah. So that's the Mm. only time I've done
0: that. Wow. Did you grow up in Cyprus? Did you grow no, up no,
1: here? I was born here, oh, but raised very much as a, a Greek Cypriot. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. And what's the? Is there a musical background there that comes from different cultures that you can sort of draw from?
1: Well, my my grandfather um, was a violinist, mm. and I have a sort of a second cousin in Cyprus who's a singer as well. So there is music in the family. Oh. Um, and I love Greek music. Mm. I'm very, very passionate about it. I even released a Greek song last year. Oh, my first yeah, Greek song. I was going to
0: ask you about this. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and when I, well, because I'm scrolling through on Spotify and everything, then there's just something, no idea what read. it says. And I thought, well, what is? That? And that makes a lot of sense now. Um, what made you decide to do that? Just because you felt like you wanted to connect a bit more? Yes. With the
1: um, especially, obviously, being born and raised in in London, mm. I, I want I wanted people to know my uh my greek side sort of that's that's who i am basically and i'm very proud of my roots um and i wanted uh people my my fans and also people here to know that that's where i'm from and also mm. people in cyprus who might not necessarily know that i i sing or write and actually mm. a lot of my family were like we didn't even know you could speak greek and i was like what mm. <laughs> that's actually quite <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, so I surprised a few people with it, um, and I'm very proud of it. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. wanting to write a few more as well. So, mm. at yeah, some point absolutely, <laughs> do, absolutely, because it is
0: kind of it makes everything more complex and more interesting yeah. and um, just very rich. But I feel like your influence, there's a lot of influence going going in your music. Yes. and when you listen through, especially because you've done the dance stuff, there's so much different kind of music you've released. Like um, I listened to "Is This Love," yeah. that one of the singles, and it's really eighties pop kind yes. of dance. Um, But then obviously the early stuff was, I don't know, more mellow and reminded me of Texas and Stone and stuff. Um, So how did you get into doing what you're doing now in terms of genre? You do a lot of dance. How did you get into writing on dance tracks? So that was uh, through a friend of a
1: friend, actually. I met this... uh Songwriter at a networking event years ago and then he just happened to remember me uh, like a year later and he was like, I've got this friend who's written a track and he needs you to just stick a vocal on It's already written. I was like, okay. Um, and then from that, I'd got lots of work from this particular producer. Mm. Um, before the the pandemic and then once that hit obviously everyone was just writing and writing Mm. and i had lots of work throughout that through through babbitt the producer and then people heard his stuff and then they got in touch Mm. with me and it was just like a constant Mm. it was great i i I worked with many many producers and really just got to write Mm. loads during that period so
0: yeah, I think the dance yeah. scene and then as a network is so huge.
1: Yeah, it is. And
0: I think the overturn of music is so regular as well. Yeah, that people are constantly connecting. Yeah, and do you find that that has really elevated your career? Like just being involved in that dance circuit.
1: I think it's definitely taken it down a different avenue. Um, it's not my Sort of favorite type of music. Mm. I'm I'm definitely not into house music (laughs) as a genre, but I I really am grateful for people that want me to put my sort of my vocals and my writing Mm. on it. And it's been fun. It's just been Mm. fun to do something a little bit different, you know, every now and then. Yeah,
0: true. And in terms of having an audience as well, it grows your audience so much. Because, like, you get people going into big house nights and dance and raves. And when your vocal just sings out over the whole room and people say, like, well, I like this voice. Who is that? Yeah. And it just, yeah, I think it just expands your audience so much. Yeah. Do you feel like writing on dance has helped you write your own stuff or do you keep those lives very separate like a different part of your brain yes
1: it is completely because with dance music the majority of the time with what i've written anyway they they don't have a spec it's just like yeah just they they literally say just the usual stuff you know Mm. about love put your hands up in the air all (laughs) that kind of stuff and i try to adapt it a little bit because i don't like to just stick with the Mm. the same formula um but it's it's very much you know what they want basically, but Mm -hmm. when I write my own stuff I I definitely go down a different Mm -hmm. path, and I like to experiment a little bit, and
0: yeah Such (laughs) as the second song you performed Echoes, which is your most recent release, right, and when you're performing even in here you can tell how into it you are yeah um and I imagine that's what it feels like when you're performing that song live compared to writing on a dance track yes a bit more throwaway yes um and I feel like I saw somewhere that you said it was the most personal song yes everybody so I want to hear more about that what okay. is this song about for you
1: okay so it's about um sort of myself now as an adult forgiving younger Natalie for things that she did or didn't do or the way that I viewed myself I was very very hard on myself and very negative about myself mm. growing up um and the, the message is you know uh, um, for everything I couldn't do to help you to stand your ground I will be there in the mirror with you that's the lyric and it's like I'm sorry that I couldn't have been stronger for you mm. um but now we're going to be okay kind of thing um and uh yeah recording it was really really emotional and doing the video as well was uh, it's the most basic video I've ever done, but I wanted it basic as well. it's was like no makeup, like just, yeah. So it's a really mm-hmm. special one because I felt like I'd just sort of come full circle.
2: She was young, just a child, and no one ever told her the pain that growing up would bring to her safe little. She didn't understand that life can throw a thousand bullets at you and leave you nowhere safe to hide, and things will never be.
0: for sessions did you make the music video all yourself as well everything is DIY you just do it at home with you and how was that experience?
1: It's, uh, it's, it's frustrating. Like, doing the, the editing for me is really yeah. frustrating. Super, yeah. super frustrating. But once it's done, it's like, okay, well, I did that myself. You know, mm-hmm. that's really good. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Um, but, yeah, it, it was basically to keep the costs down. Yeah. Um, I, I do have a director I use for other videos. But with this one, I wanted to just keep it really, really minimal and, and really raw. Mm-hmm. So we just used my phone, basically. Oh, it's wow, all done do on the phone. Yeah,
0: it yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, I did watch that, I've seen it. Um, I think people don't appreciate when they watch a music video how much the editing actually, like, is so time-consuming. so time-consuming. So, and even if it looks basic and it's just in one room yeah. or it's, like, three different shots cutting between each other, it takes so long. Yeah. It? But do you enjoy that side of things? The more, um, sort of, like, even branching into social media, making all these videos, You were talking about this earlier, Yes. Do you enjoy
1: that side of music? I don't, actually, I no. to be honest. I... Um, I've definitely um, changed my relationship with social media in the last well, this year, I think in 2023, um, especially during the pandemic period. I was doing like two videos a day. Mm. I was stocking up on content, filming stuff and just feeling the pressure to post. Mm. Um, um, but more recently, I don't really see the benefit in that. I feel like if it's not coming naturally, if it's not coming from an authentic place, then there's really no point. So I've limited my posts. If I don't post for five days, I don't care. I'm gonna wait till I have something important to say or and mm. for me that's a healthier relationship because I feel there's the pressure to go viral or whatever, mm. have a trending song or that's great, but that's not what I started
0: music for. Mm. So have you I mean you must have seen this grow as well, being yeah. in the industry for a while. Um and has it been something like you watched coming up and thought, Oh, I've gotta get on this? But equally you've seen the industry from a different angle. Yeah. So I guess it's actually a good thing that you were sort of doing it before it was everything. Yes. And there was less pressure. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that's why you're calmer. You can yeah. see what it's like without it and you know that you don't need it. Yeah. Um, there, I
1: mean, there thing. was a point, as I say, over the last two years where I was really, really stressy about it because everyone was doing it yeah. and it was everything. Mm. But um, it, it's not me. It's not who I am. And... um I I feel much happier just uh you know just plodding along doing my thing and if I have a video I'll post it if I don't I won't it's you mm. know because for me I just want to make good music and then hopefully other things will come from that
0: I absolutely <laughs> will um I've seen a lot of videos on Instagram of performances live yeah. performances but I was wondering how you feel about sharing your writing side because a lot of people are very private about that mm. and that's because it is a very private thing I think mean, naturally you don't sit there and think actively, oh, I'm writing a song, I should film this for my audience. You just get into it and it's like you're in that space now. Yeah. So are you a very private writer?
1: Yes, I don't film my writing mm. sessions. Um, I like to usually just sit you know, in a quiet space and just write. And I actually do write. I don't type. I mm. use pen yeah, and paper. I think, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, I'll record into my phone or whatever and, and then eventually I'll get my husband in to come and mm get some chords together or whatever. So yeah, mm. I do like to to be very private about that.
0: <laughs> so you always write lyrics before anything else or do you usually have a little loop or an idea of melody first?
1: Lyrics and melody tend to come together for me. Mm. So I'll just be like, oh, okay. And then as soon as it comes, I have to just write something and get it out. Oh, that's interesting. Because so, yeah. I feel
0: like I always need to have some kind of instrument around me at the same okay. time. Um, do you play any keys or any guitar? I, or I do
1: play the piano, but I prefer to not... Do it live. Uh, that's why I like to have someone yeah. else playing for me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned this earlier. You don't have like a regular band, but is yeah. that something you're looking forward to putting together, or are you quite happy just being solo?
1: I would love a four-piece band. I, I mean, I've never had it, and I would absolutely love it. Um, mm. Equally, I'd like a, a, a dedicated guitar player that mm. I can just call upon. But, but budget doesn't allow that for mm. me and i i would absolutely have to pay them obviously because they're professional musicians <laughs> and um i can't do it so until that day i'll just have to use my backing tracks or call mm-hmm. upon some friends for favors
0: <laughs> yeah, i feel that but you have paid i've seen somebody playing guitar with you Yes, in certain spots. Is that a regular? Or just a friend. He's or? a friend,
1: um, and he's um, he. he I, I literally have to try. I, I try to force money upon him. And he's like, <laughs> no, I won't take it. I'm like, you have to. He's like, no. But no, he's he's a dear friend. Mm. Um, I'm lucky to have him, and I have a keys player that plays for me as well. Um, but like I say, they have other projects going on, mm. and I would just love somebody that could just. Be your regular. My regular?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Monday. I that. It does it does change things, especially for an audience, because when you have more people involved in your band you just meet more people yes. and they bring people to gigs as well. Um have you got any gigs lined up for this coming summer? Any festivals? Anything
1: I don't have no, I don't have anything until November actually. November, wow. yeah. And it's just an acoustic gig in um, yeah. in London. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, as I say, I don't have anything yet. I might mm. book something, but I've just been really busy recording and video shoots and photo mm. shoots, and that's kind of taken over. Is it a secret what you've been busy uh, <laughs> busy recording? <laughs> no, not at all. So there's the Spanish one, the mm-hmm. Spanish song I mentioned. We're filming the video for that this week. Um, there's a Christmas single that I mentioned oh, yeah. as well. We mm-hmm. filmed that. There was a lot of fun filming the video for that at the Snow Centre in Hemel Hempstead. I was
0: going to say you're filming that. You've just filmed that now. Oh yes,
1: a couple of weeks June. ago.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I'd have to be in the right mindset. How do you just switch on the Christmas cheer? It
1: was. Uh, I mean, the song is 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 very unashamedly christmas oh, and well, i, it has to I be. wanted to do something totally christmas so as soon as it came on you just get into the like yeah. the little vibe um but the snow center is um it has real snow and it was wow. they just gave us a little area we could use um you know throwing snowballs and things like that um <laughs> and then they have this area that's really cozy like a like a chateau, uh, not a chateau, chateau. yeah like yeah. A, a lodge thing um, and we brought some Christmas lights and we made it really cosy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was weird. There was people looking at us like, yeah, is, it it is it Christmas? <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Um, and that's obviously scheduled for, for later in the year. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we've been doing. That's yeah. a lot coming. I'm excited about that. What made you do a Christmas
0: song this year?
1: Okay, so I actually wrote the song when I was 19, actually oh, it's, interesting. Uh, a okay. while ago and I have been meaning to record it mm. for many years <laughs> um and each year you know it kind of calms and it goes and it calms and it goes and then last Christmas I said to my husband I don't care what happens next year <laughs> we are releasing this song <laughs> it's got to come out and now's the time. Um, so we started recording it in January mm. um or February I can't remember and um We just uh, reworked a few things because it was just this little idea, you know, that I had. Um, Changed up the production a bit and uh, got it sounding exactly how I'd imagined it in my head. So, yeah. That's got to be
0: weird. (laughs) Do you do do that a lot? You write things a long time ago, if you know what I mean, and then you come back to them, or you come back to sections or hooks that you've just never forgotten and you're like, I need to do something with this.
1: Yes, I actually did that with We Got It Right, the song that I performed for you. The chorus of that took nine years like nine, yeah nine years. as in I wrote the song and I could never think of a chorus wow. and I forgot it I just forgot I even yeah. had the song and then one day a melody just came to me and I just went oh my god didn't I write a song a few years mm. ago that might kind of work and I put it together and it worked wow. these so, are the
0: most special yeah. ones they're the magical <laughs> ones where they sit in the back and you don't even know they're still there yeah and then they resurface and you, you look at them and you think, why have you come back yeah now's your moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's interesting. So, what is "We Got It Right" about? Because when you write something a long time ago and then you finish it, you have yeah. a different sentiment, or things have changed in life, obviously yeah. over nine years. Yeah. Um, so, how does it work in that way?
1: Uh, I mean, it kind of the chorus just lyrically matched the the mm. verses I'd written. I, I don't know how. Again, it's one of those weird things that just kind of came together. But the the song in general is just about being positive and seeing the good side of things. Um and uh you know everything's gonna be fine, we've got it right you know we're we're gonna be mm. okay, kind of thing um and it just kind of came together mm. so yeah,
0: <laughs> when you write things like this, are they always from a personal standpoint or do do they start with a personal view and then you just you write for other people and you write for the masses
1: i I don't. Ha- Many of my songs aren't personal. I mean, they're not mm. really based on my experiences. I'd say the majority of my songs are based on things I've observed or things that inspire me. That kind of thing. Mm. Echoes is is the most personal one, and mm. Back to Life. Um, but uh, I, I do. I t- tend to stay away from that's the sort of what's expected mm-hmm. of a songwriter. I like to do different things. I like to try different genres, which has been criticized, but equally I don't really? I don't care. I like to explore. Criticized in <laughs> what
0: way? Like somebody saying you need to have a thing, you yes. need to have a, That yes. has happened to so many people that I know. Yeah. And it's a bit like what has music become? Yes. Is it like is it an artistic thing anymore or is it just yeah. it kind of feels like even watching Glastonbury recently I don't know if you're a fan of the Arctic Monkeys, but they performed on Friday. Yes. And so many people complain because of their recent sound. that right. it's so different from their early sound yeah. that they're not they're not fans of them anymore or they're, right. they're not good anymore. Right. And it's like when an artist does what they want to do or yeah. they progress into a new genre because they want to, yeah. the audience just decides that they're wrong or they're bad.
1: It's, it's very strange. And, and I, I grew up with so the big artists, you know, that we had Madonna, Prince, Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson, Whitney, whatever. They I remember them changing up with every album. Mm. There'd be a different genre. There'd be a different Mm. mood. Madonna, especially. And that's what sort of people wanted back then. It was like, oh, she's evolved or, you know, Mm. and now I feel like I mean, I'm obviously just a a little independent artist and I live really singles and I like to change it up. And you have these people saying, oh, no, you can't do that because you've got to pick a genre and stick to it. I'm like, does it matter? Like, it, it, I'm making music mm. as long as it connects with people mm-hmm. and it's something people can relate to. Mm. That's that's all I care about. <laughs>
0: yeah, and where do you think this has come from, this whole way of thinking?
1: I think... Uh I think it's an industry thing. I think they're they're less inclined to go with artists that maybe have a mind of their own or mm. or sort of old, slightly older artists. They prefer the younger artists because they can mould them mm. and tell them what to do. Um, which is probably one of the reasons I'll never get signed because uh, yeah, I I, <laughs> I like I know what I want and I like mm. to do what I want to do and um I have a, you know like a quality control and things like that my own quality control and I would hate. To be able to have somebody tell me I can't work with Mm. that person, or I can't do this, or I can't do that, and that's because I'm a bit older, and I know Mm. I've sort of been around a bit, and I know what I like and what doesn't work for me. And I think that's just my opinion. That's I think that's what the industry is now geared to, and it's very artists are disposable. Mm. Um, You know, especially with you know the internet, TikTok, and things like that. And and that's not that's not Mm -hmm. my thing.
0: So <laughs> everything's just sort of getting more fast-paced. Yes. Every year, things are going faster and faster and faster. Yeah. But I think as long as you're as sure of yourself, yeah. as you seem to be, like you know what you want, yeah, and you go after it, and it, it just makes you happy in that way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what it's all about. Yes. Really. So um, I mean, it's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you so and much. And I wish we could chat all day, <laughs> having a lovely time. Thanks for performing. If anyone wants to find you, social media, where are you most active?
1: Uh instagram and tiktok also but the best place to find all of my socials is on my website which is Mm nataliemiranda.com natalie with a th and if also if you sign up to my mailing list you get a free download of echoes which is my latest single
0: get on that everyone (laughs) get on that well thank you so much Natalie. it's been a pleasure
2: morning am and on my skin, can't help thinking I'm lucky. When I drive alone down that open road, blue skies above me, it reminds me. Got the radio on to my favorite song, moving to the beats. I got everything I need. Smile on my face, head up in space, dreaming of something, maybe nothing. Drifting along on a summer breeze, but I need to put my mind at ease. I'm feeling like I've never felt before. Take me. starlight above me it reminds me when i'm driving home and i'm all alone somewhere in between and i'm lost in a daydream another day begins take a deep breath in dreaming of something maybe not No matter who we are, long as we remember, we are shining stars. We are stars. We're burning, burning brighter. We ain't got no bad blood. And so when I tell you, we, we are, are shining stars. We are stars. Take me to paradise. Free my soul tonight.